even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. We are the Marky Geeks. Well, I am again. Frankie, no flips, the Jesus. And I am John, just fist, the he- Toriano. Fuck. Do it again. <laughs> start it again. God damn it. Leave it. Okay. No, uh, start no, it no, again. No, no, no. We're going to start it, but okay. I need to let it run. Let <clears throat> get some silence. Let me get some silence so I can know where to cut this. Hold up. Shut up. Welcome back, my friends. We are the Smarky Geeks. I am Frankie, no flips, De Jesus. And I am John, just fist Turiano. And you are listening to episode got it right. 27. Contact information, as always, you can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com. Call hotline number at 347-SMARKY6 or 347-762-7596. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast catcher you use. Type in the Smarky Geeks or Smarky Geeks and we will come up. Uh, subscribe to us on our Twitters at Smarky Geeks, at Frankie DeJesus, at the John Turiano. Subscribe to us on our Facebook group page. That's my favorite place to be online. Subscribe to us on Instagram at the Smarky Geeks. Uh, and now on with the show. We still got a job. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, how you been, man? I've how been you, all right. What you been doing? What you been doing wrestling by? Uh, not much. I've been doing a lot. I know. Because you're home all the time. Yeah, and I got... I don't know. I'm not talking about watching. I got... I got the best wrestling game ever. It's Animal Crossing New Horizons. And I, I just built my huge arena in the corner of my, my island. One of my corners. And it's like dope. It's called Crossing Dome. Hit me up on your Switch. Send me your friend code, and and you can come visit my island. And uh, and I have candies in the van. You know I'm really worried about you, right? It's art, man. I created this whole freaking arena, and it has like the words Crossing Dome. It's a it's dope. Let's try this again. You know I'm really worried about you, right? <laughs> Oh, speaking of video games, I, I bought the uh, Retro Mania as well. That comes out supposedly in July, hopefully. I wish it was coming out sooner. Now, is it going to be physical copy or only download? Only download. All right. What I, I ordered the digital deluxe copy, so they're going to send me physical stuff, like the box and uh, instruction manual and some stickers and cards inside the box. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but that's all it is. It's just a, it's a Switch it's for the Switch I bought it for and it comes you know like the video games that the box of the videos come in so they send you that but there's no physical media it's all download okay so they send you the box and stuff with all the information inside and that's it um but it's just a digital game so I bought that that was cool can't wait to play that uh there's this other game I want to get called TEW 2020 I think they just released a demo that's just a text based game I think TEW stands for Total Extreme Wrestling. Okay. Sure. And it's just text-based. So you're a GM, and then you, based on whatever you download, you, you can have like NXT and all the NXT rosters there, and you can decide your contracts and stuff like that, and then you decide the storylines. So Maybe lower that. <laughs> um, you decide the storylines and all that stuff, the contracts, and you have to gauge how they're feeling and all that stuff. It's just all text-based. Um, but you can do like, you know, AEW versus NXT and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm curious if if I'll be getting that. Have you given a price on it yet? That is like thirty five dollars. That's not too bad. Depending, um, and then you can just download mods for it, like different wrestlers and stuff like that, and then you just build them in there. 
But like I said, it's just text-based. So you, you put in all the the ratios and all that stuff you want in, and then you click play, and then it'll tell you who won. And then you decide the contract's next, and what storylines are going on next, and what, you know, all this other stuff. It's very, very data and text-based type of thing. Um, if you're into that. And then, uh, yeah, that's my wrestling days. Yeah. That also, I'm wrestling with my kids. I taught my daughter how to do a figure four. Oh my god! By doing a figure four to her, please don't call um, child protective. <laughs> too late! Too late! I already called. I just called them. She knows how to do a DDT really good. Like it's like a, a satellite type of DDT. So she just jumps right up and grabs my head and brings it right down. I'm doing something right. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> or wrong. No, it depends on the situation. If she can protect herself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> By doing kayfabe moves down to people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's talk about some real wrestling stuff. <laughs> well, sort of real, real wrestling. Real, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this is the real... We're talking about the real parts of wrestling. Um, Revolt. Well, the Revival now have a new name. The yeah, Revolt. They, they, they debuted it. They wanted to keep the FTR thing. Because they're going to use it. Which, mm-hmm. which, is, which is smart. Yeah, I thought that was smart. I thought that was great. But... But there is a tag team, I forgot, I think somewhere in Milwaukee, called The Revolt. They've been using the name for a few years. Yeah. So they're kind of pissed off about this now. <laughs> that, that the Revival is taking their name. Yeah. I don't know what's going to come of it. Nothing has come of it yet. I mean, yeah, who, who knows? I mean, personally, I think they should call themselves, if, they, if, they, if they're forced to change it, call themselves The Revolution. The Revol- yeah, that'd be cool. Or maybe the other guys can call ourselves a revolution. They had it first. Why should they change it? Because who cares about them? <laughs> um, yeah. The, no, but as for, for what it is now, I like the revolt. I thought that was a great, like, repackage of who they are. Yeah. The revolt. And it talks, you know, they revolted from the company and all that stuff. You know, yeah. it, it's a good play on everything. I like it. And plus, they get to keep the FTR. I'm curious, though... Because they got the 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 copyright for FTRKO as well. Right. What's that for? Probably just piss me off. No, but I would assume that they're going to use it. No, that's FTRKO. FTR Kenny Omega. Hmm. Or some shit like that. When, you know, when maybe Kenny goes heel against the Bucks. FTRKO, you know? Um... Yeah, that was my only. I was just curious about that, but I like the FTR thing. I mean, or the, they no. they might have they might have did it just because it had FTR in it, just to you know avoid them cover, using, cover all their bases. Yeah, yeah, to avoid them using FTR. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so so that was cool. I like that. Um, I think they've been doing more Revolt versus Buck stuff. Yeah, I think that's going to be a a spot where they're going to land. For a little bit, yeah, for sure. Before they go anywhere else, or if before they land there, um, but yeah. So that's gonna be great. That's cool. Or the Bucks will show up wherever they are. Or they could do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's doubtful though, considering yeah. you know because I don't think can't can't can't. I don't think Khan wants that. Um, too much. Uh, let's keep it on AEW. AEW's is now running live shows again. Partially live. Partially, shows. yeah. And I talked about it with somebody in our, in our on Facebook, our group page. It seems like their schedules they're doing they're doing a lot more tapings than WWE's doing. WWE's do is like taping once they're taping like once a week. They're doing like two days of just tape live and just taping for the week. Yeah. It seems like AEW's gonna do it every other week. Based on the schedule that they released, right? I mean, it might now. change, um, but they they have to do it now. They could just do what WWE does, just tape once every two three weeks. But with the schedule they release now, it's working towards their pay per view, so they they have to work towards. Well, couldn't that. couldn't they just tape everything up to the pay per view? No, because they don't know what the fuck is going to happen between now and then. What if someone has to bow out? You know. Shit like that. And then they look like idiots. Or they look like eight uh, NWA where they have to redo everything now because of how much they taped. You know? They have to be careful. And 
I just think it's it's good. Like, not saying you, mm-hmm. but a lot of fans that are giving the WWE shit for resuming t- doing all these bulk tapings. Yeah, are giving AEW a whole pass on it. Yeah. AEW doing the exact same thing WWE is doing. Yeah, yeah, and it's not though the give them shit, give AEW shit. I'm I'm as I was last week as well with WWE. I played devil's advocate where I was like. They gotta do it now, right? Like, like they're essential. You know, whatever Vince did to bribe or whoever the fuck he had to bribe to get become essential, they are essential now. So now they gotta fucking produce. And now AEW has to produce. You know. So yeah, AEW deserves the shit that they're getting. But I to play devil's advocate, like I did for WWE, it it that's a situation because they're gonna lose those fucking deals. They have to produce that shit. You know. They have to produce new product for TNT or else they lose the contract. And TNT is like the only revenue they're getting right now. You know, and, you know, besides, you know, t-shirts and shit like that, of course. But, you know, like that's, that's it. You know, they're not getting crowd, you know, uh, you know, what's it called? The door. They're not getting that anymore right now. Right. So they have to protect the, the contracts that they have. So you already know my feelings on this. No, and you're not wrong. Morally, I can't argue with you. Yeah. I can't. But business-wise, they got to do what they got to do or else they're out of business. Yeah. Or if they can just keep doing what they're doing now. I mean, why? They're going back to that, that big arena where they were. Remember the, the dailies. Right. Yeah. This, if you're going to keep doing this, keep doing it from where they were doing, where they've been doing the last couple of weeks. It was perfect. It was intimate. It was perfect. But they're getting more people now. There are more wrestlers are coming in, so they're gonna use it in a big. They, have, they probably have to be in a bigger place in order to run that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. You know, I don't know the circumstances and stuff like that. But I would assume, since they're getting more people, they have to be there. And plus, it's in Florida, where it's that's where they are essential now. So they can use that. You know. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's. It, it sucks. It's a shitty situation, but I, it's it, it is what it is. They gotta they gotta deal with it, you know. And we we can blame Vince for this. He's the one that. Yeah, I mean they gotta do it. I mean he he got the 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 essential thing or whatever the fuck they had to do to get it, and now they gotta work. And Vince probably like no no I didn't mean them just us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like I said before, they they could have if if they didn't get that essential thing, they could have. Join together and be like, listen, force majeure. This is a force of nature. We can't do anything. So you can't force us to adhere to your contract right, right now. You have to put it on hold until then. But Vince fucked it up and, and got the fucking essential ruling or whatever the fuck. You know? Yeah. I just feel like nothing good can come of this. Like, I feel like this is going to backfire in a big way. On both of them. Not just on Vince and AW. I mean, I... I feel like AEW does the best they they try to do to do everything right. No, no, no. I'm talking about like because they have all these wrestlers together. Mm-hmm. I feel like if somebody's got it and doesn't realize it yet, this is gonna spread it again. Because I read somewhere like WWE like they have all their wrestlers in the backstage, you know, for these these um these um these closed door tapings basically. Mm-hmm. And none of the wrestlers are following the guideline. Nobody's wearing masks. It's going to come back to bite them, man. One person's going to get it. It's just going to spread like wildfire. And they're going to have to shut down. Yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah, it sucks. It's it's a shitty situation. Um, It's greed. Pure greed. I mean, on both... We got to say both sides now. It's pure greed on both sides. Well, I mean, they got to do... If they don't do it, they got they're gonna run. They're not gonna have a show. They're not gonna have a TV deal. TNT is not gonna cancel them because of this. Yes, they will. I don't think so. Like, I find it weird that you you have like so much faith in these big corporations. No, because I just think the backlash, the the um. They don't care. <sighs> they don't care about that. You know, that's the backlash is not on them. No one's gonna be like down with TNT because of this. You know. They don't care. They're gonna be like, cancel it. <laughs> you don't want to make produce new product, then you're not gonna. But have the a problem deal. is, AEW was producing new product. 
Was it taped? Yes, but they were producing new product. They were yeah. putting a, a different product out there every week. Yeah. They, yeah. Well, you, you're talking about the the that they had um, up to mid-May right. in the can, which we don't know. That was rumored that they had up to mid-May in the can, uh, which obviously probably not. We don't know the situation. Or they did, and it's like, you know what? We're going to go live instead. And we'll forget we won't use that footage. Or they'll save it for dark or something. I mean, that's possible, but again, we don't know. You know? Like, odds are they, they probably didn't have it all in the can yet. You know? I, I would assume they probably didn't because there were two darks where they had like six matches on each. I'm like... Now, now they do dark, and they only have one match on dark now, and that's it. You know, and then a bunch of video packages and stuff like that. You know, so I, I, I can assume that they, they ran out of fucking shit to put out there, and now they gotta produce more. You know, it's fucked up. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say it's fucked up. Yeah, morally, I can't argue against it, but I, if I was a owner. TNT is like, listen, you got to produce product. Get it out there. And also consider the fact that they got to do shit for um, the pay-per-view coming out. You know? You know, build towards that. That double or nothing. I just feel like it's going to come back to bite them. But we'll see. I yeah. could be wrong. Uh, let's keep on WWE. Nia Jax almost killed someone. Yeah. Kyrie Saint. Yeah. Uh, buckle bomb. Um, miscommunication. Uh, Kyrie Saint hit the bottom turnbuckle. Her head hits the bottom turnbuckle, and her fucking rest of her body hits the the mat. Yeah. Um, supposedly she was alright though. Uh, but yeah, that was a crazy fucking look. And that's not the first time Nia Jax has done something like that. Yeah, yeah, she almost killed somebody. I mean, she broke from Becky's nose. Becky's nose, yeah. And that's not. I mean, she's done a few other things on the wrestlers. Yeah. There's a list somewhere. I lost. I yeah, no, yeah, yeah. She's 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 sloppy. Yeah. Um. I, so I almost thought that was a reporter. Anyway, um. You know, I was wondering. Oh, by watching Wrestle War '92. Oh yeah. It's precious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the. The thing I don't like is how people blame the move. Because <laughs> they've been blaming the move since Seth Rollins and Sting's career. Yeah, but they no, they've been even before then. Like it was, uh, there was Sting's career, and then there's Finn Balor. He did it too, a version of it to the barricade and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, that's because Finn, Finn even said came out later and said, "I had my arm in the wrong spot." It's oh yeah, it's always not always, but it, it's usually miscommunication, right? Which what this was. If you watch the video, and it's scary when you hear it. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie it. saying, um, you can hear Kyrie saying, say, no, no, Naya, I'm not set. And then you, she gets thrown and stuff like that. That's one of the bad parts about having an empty arena. Mm-hmm. All that shit comes out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, like that's scary. Like you hear her screaming, no, I'm not set. Boom. I was like, holy shit. You know? So it, I mean, usually like a move is fucked up because of, like, there's a miscommunication. So like, it's a mistake. Um, but I don't think the move should be banned or anything like that. No, no, definitely not. I think Nia Jack should be banned. Not yeah. banned, but um, put back to school. Or something. Turn back to NXT or something, man. Put it, put it back in developmental. Cause she's gonna, she's gonna kill somebody. Senator OVA. <laughs> oh wow. Senator- <laughs> she is going to kill somebody. Send her to that school that we're from where Mikey Whipwreck taught. Oh yeah, right. Where uh, Zack Ryder came from. Send it to send it to um Dudley School. Send it to send it to Hog. Send her. Which is the only name like obscure fucking schools. <laughs> Billy Bob's uh, wrestling school. Buy the Atlas catalog and, and the from the back of comic books. Yeah. Oh the, my the, god. The Atlas yeah. Thing. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so the, yeah, that's she, one thing. She's gonna kill somebody. Yeah, Nia Jax. Yeah. Fire her. Um, speaking of firing, uh, Drake Maverick. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't he, know, man. He got. I posted it last week on Facebook. I'm like, he's not fired. This is a work. Mm-hmm. This whole firing thing was a work. Or it wasn't a work originally, and they changed plans. I mean, I don't know. Because ever since I saw that NXT, and it's all about, like, they're using it now. Yeah, I feel like it was a work. And then you go back to the video, his original video, which was such a great fucking emotional video. And you look at that video, he's he's wearing a WWE shirt, right? And, and you get to a point where, as you watch that video... He's promoting future matches that he's going to have on WWE throughout the whole video. So part of me is like, I mean, it could be like maybe they're just letting him, let, using him, you know? Because technically, when when they let somebody go, they could use him if they want. Yeah. They got 90 days. They could, use, they could use him if they want. Yeah, and they're just using the story, you know, kind of like a Summer of Punk type of thing, the original right. Summer of Punk. Right, you know? right. Um, where, you know... What he did in Ring of Honor and then left and shit like that, uh, or he didn't leave and he won the championship. You know that maybe he's gonna win and maybe that they're trying to do that or something or something. Maybe they're just trying to capture the 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 realness of him leaving and use that as a form of kayfabe. You know. Yeah. But I don't like it. <laughs> uh, normally I would. If you can trick me, if you could work me. I love that, you know. Work me, you know. I like being fooled, thinking like, "Oh shit, that was that's fucked up and that's real." But don't use the fact if this really is a work in a kayfabe. Don't they're doing it against parallel to people actually getting fired and like, uh, that's true. And that's shitty, and I don't like that. You know, work me, great. I love being worked. I love being fooled and shit like that. You know, but. Don't do it parallel to real people getting fired. If this is really as work, um, but yeah, but yeah. I I just think like if it is a work, it's shitty. I mean, because of the circumstances. Yes. Otherwise, it would be cool. You know. But at the end of the day, most of the wrestlers. I mean, I don't want to say I, I don't know how to word this right because it doesn't come out fucked up. Like Gals and Anderson weren't doing anything there. Like they oh, just, no, I know what you're saying. We said it last time. Right. You know, Most are, of them were just treading water. A lot of them probably asked for their release a while ago. A lot of them did. You know, Bennett and Maria, um, um, uh, Canellas, um, the, the, the Perrazzo, uh, Deanna Perrazzo. Deanna Perrazzo asked for release. Uh, Rowan, I believe, was trying to get released at some point. I'm sure he yeah, Slater a lot of and Zack Ryder didn't, but they, but they're going to be, they're going to benefit from it. Yeah, they're, you know, they already are. <laughs> Right. I, I think uh, Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder, he's already AW got new gear and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I saw um, a picture of that. I think he's AEW bound too. Yeah, odds are him and Byers will probably go AEW for a little bit. Who? Byers. Byers. Uh, um, uh, Hawkins. Oh. His, his name is um Brian Byers. Oh, okay. Or Matt Byers. Weren't they weren't they the Edgeheads? Yeah. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. They went to the same school. Yeah. In Long Island, they were taught by Mikey Whipwreck and stuff like that. Um, they'll probably come in as a tag team. Yeah, probably. They'll be good. We talked about it last time, but I'll just repeat. I think they would be a good utility at AEW. I don't see no mean like big stars, but they can be like Cocabana where they can build them up just a little bit just so they can push the real tag team that they're trying to push, you know? You know, to get to get Private Party over or something like that, you know? That'd be a cool tag team um, match there. Yeah. Personally, Long Island guys versus... Yeah, party. personally, I, I mean, I think Zack Ryder, I'm going to use their, their, their WB names now, Zack Ryder and Heath Matt Slater Cardona. have enough charisma together Heath Slater? that they could do stuff. Oh, Heath Slater and um, Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder, yeah. They have enough charisma together like that they could do something. Like, they could be something. Besides Heath just, Slater was an edgehead? Wasn't he? No, he, Kurt Hawkins. Who? Zach Ryan and Kurt Hawkins. Oh. Kurt Hawkins got released too, right? Yeah. Byers. He's, he's that, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm sorry. Yeah. They have enough charisma together and chemistry. I think they'd be a good tag team anywhere they went. Yeah. I would like to see them in Ring of Honor. I think they'd be a good Ring of Honor guys. 
I think Ring of Honor, I think NWA will be good for them. Um, but yeah, whatever. Um, where were we? Drake Maverick. Maverick. Yeah, I just think if it's a work, it's shitty. If if it is a work. Yeah. And even if it's not a work, even if it's real, they decided to use it still parallel to these other yeah. people getting released is still kind of shitty you know yeah I just think it's, it's kind of a fucked up situation to use that and uh yeah that's my take my hot takes on that I agree with you man it would be fucked up though like you said if they either did, way either if way. they did if, they, if it is work they, they played everybody yeah which like I said normally I like I like being worked I like being played when watching wrestling you know you know I like being fooled into the kayfabe you know but even, like like I said, like if it's a work, it's fucked up. If it's not a work, it's still fucked up because yeah. it's all parallel to all these other people get released. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, Vince had his Q one call. Uh. Yeah. The, just basically showing that they didn't really have to release those guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That what they saved by releasing them was just a drop in a bucket of what they're making. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, Vince came out and said they're they're gonna change the way they they go. They're gonna change the, their product going forward in terms of live shows, which means house shows might be done. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, we're, I think he also confirmed there's gonna be more of the cinematches. Um. Ugh. Listen, this is what he always wanted, right? Like. There was a... He doesn't want to do wrestling. He doesn't. Like, there was that story that came out years ago about him. He got all his people together, like his heads, like the creative people together, and got them into a room to brainstorm how they can sell this product that he has, WWE, without wrestling. You know? And I think that's why we have all that shit that we have now, like on, on YouTube and stuff like that. Like, the... What's that? The... What's it called? The Bump? Yeah. And the Bump, and they have cooking shows and stuff like that, where you got wrestlers doing cooking and stuff like that, or watching other YouTube videos and stuff like that. They, he, and you remember that survey that they came out with some time ago, where they were talking about, oh, would you like to see more indie shows? Oh, yeah. Like some of those questions were, would you want to see a WWE show that was in th- thematically like Game of Thrones? You know? Like, I guess using the wrestlers or some shit like that. In a Game of Thrones type of show. You know? He doesn't real, want to do wrestling. Real quick. So, Scott, watching Scotty Fleming over his Buff Bagwell. I'm going to rewind that. I want you to see something and tell me what you see. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, I noticed I'm like, wait, what? Hold on. Did I not go back far? I think, did I not go back far enough? I'm sorry. This is, oh, I definitely did not go back far enough. Alright, should we move on? Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, we got to move on. Anyway, at one point, Scotty Flamingo, um, Buff Bagel went, went to, did a did a suplex to pin Scotty Flamingo, you know, Scotty mm-hmm. Flamingo with the hook suplex. Yeah. And the referee only stopped the count, he's right here, watch, right oh, here. Oh, because of the, yeah, no, the, yeah, the but arm look, was through. And his arm is, yeah. you're going to stop because it happened, his arm is outside the ring. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Right. I saw I'm like, God, that bothered me. I didn't notice it as a kid, but damn, I noticed it. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um, where were we? <laughs> the, the, this um, fucking tangent you took us on. <laughs> sorry. Um, quarter call, how, how shows, Vince wants to do a different product. Oh, yeah. He, so, yeah. So, he was talking about Game of Thrones type of stuff. You know, he doesn't want to do wrestling anymore. Like, he, I don't think he ever did want to do wrestling. I think though he always wanted to be taken seriously, and I don't think he thinks this take, is taken seriously. Yeah. <sighs> And now he doesn't have to worry about XFL. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's XFL, not going to go back into that. XFL declared bankruptcy. Yeah. And WWE's paying the price for it. And I remember when XFL came out, Vince's like, oh, they're totally separate. That, no. Basically, the assumption was they were totally separate. And yeah. they were clearly not. Yeah. Suppose he gave a loan to himself, to his own company or something like that. Yeah. And then you have one of the one of the former GMs from the XFL from the Houston franchise still in them. Yeah, so this shit is coming down. Oh my god. He's never gonna do this again. XFL no. is done. Yeah. He I mean, he doesn't have time. <laughs> so 
to, to even try it again, you know? But I could see Vince being stubborn enough to go, you know what? I can do it. He doesn't have time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's on that door, you know? <laughs> that death door. Like, he doesn't have time to start another XFL thing again. Yeah, for, I mean... Well, thankfully. I mean, yeah, I guess. Or unfortunately, because now he's going to be more involved in this. Yeah, exactly. So, catch 22 on that regard. Yeah. Anyway, what else you got? Uh, that's it for WWE video game. Oh yeah, canceled. Yeah, yeah. but there's an announcement coming Monday. Some well, kind of announcement. They're probably gonna do a different video game. They're gonna probably, which is what they was rumored before that they're canceling this game, um, and they're gonna do a different type of game that's not a simulation game that the two K games have been. Um, so it might be more. Probably a more arcadey game, you know, uh, you know, maybe harkening back to the old No Mercy style, or I forgot the name of that game that they came out came out with on the GameCube. It was very cartoony. It was oh actually yeah, 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 a yeah, very I, fun game. I know what game you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, where they're all brolic and shit. Yes. Yeah. Is that that was actually a very fun game? But it might be that you know with wild ass moves and shit like that. You know. Or like they might come out with like a cinematic type of game where you just play boneyard match from start to finish. <sighs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, that's probably what they're doing. It's probably it's probably gonna be like a very arcadey style game. Uh, I guess I'm not gonna get it. Uh, I mean, it depends on how it looks. I think I don't think I'm gonna pre-buy it. <laughs> I think I was, I'm gonna sit and wait on this. Yeah. Yeah. See how it looks. AW pre-order. I, uh, this I'm, I'm honestly, I'm even if when they release the next WWE game, I'm not gonna pre-order it. Two K twenty one. Yeah, I'm gonna wait. Yeah, I think that's a wait. It's they've they they've lost like like um, goodwill. Lost, goodwill. They lost goodwill with those. Yeah, yeah. goodwill with us. Yeah. Where legit me legitimately, I if AW says hey we're coming out a game, I would pre pre-order it. You know, because I got goodwill from them so far. You know. I'm still gonna. I'm I'm kind of damaged by video game, by wrestling games now. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till reviews start, the pre-reviews start coming out before I pre-order anything. No, I'm starting now. No, I think I'll just. You can take it, you right can out. take your chances. I'm gonna wait. Yeah, but the uh, WWE, uh, yeah, I'm gonna wait on reviews for them. You can live large. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> um, fun. and if it sucks, I just go back to playing Animal Kingdom, a- Animal Crossing. And two K awesome and two K <laughs> and back to playing two K nineteen or two K nineteen. I still play two K twenty. My twenty is all right. You know, every so often. No, I play. It doesn't glitch for me. No, I'm good. I'm enjoying nineteen. I'm fine. Uh, yeah. So that video game is done. We're done with that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, right to the main event. Let's do the main event. All right. Uh, this is a mm-hmm. weekly. You start, because I didn't get my card. <laughs> <laughs> so, weekly battle where Frankie and I go head-to-head. NXT versus AEW. In a shoot review against AEW versus NXT, where we take our reviews and shoot them up to 11. So, don't take anything we say seriously. Please unless it's don't. Frankie, because Frankie's always right. Don't take anything we say seriously. <laughs> Either one of us. All right, um, you want to start off? No, you start off. I still got to get my card. So the show opened up with it was supposed to be Finn Balor versus Velveteen Dream. It was supposed to be the main event. Yeah. They did they did a backstage segment where somebody attacked Finn Balor. <laughs> Vaporized them. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> just much. disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> like like NXT, the, the the performance center is like the most dangerous fucking place to be. No kidnappings shit. in the parking lot. <laughs> People get it beat up into like do they dissipate out into nowhere? <laughs> so, um, so Velveteen cuts a promo. Adam Cole comes out and UE comes out to attack Cole and Keith Lee comes in for the save to set up a tag match for, for the main event. Keith yeah. Lee and Velveteen versus uh, UE. Yeah. Same Good setup. I was fine with the setup. Yeah. yeah. Opening match. Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai beat, Sha- beat Shakti Blackheart oh, yeah. and Tegan Knox. It was okay. I loved it. I it was good. It. I, 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 Shanti Blackheart's my new wrestling crush, so I was yeah. fun, I had fun watching this. And, um, they gave um, Gonzalez the win here, and I thought 
that's what they should have did before. They should, she should not have been bait last time, last week's episode. Um, but they gave they made Gonzalez look like a fucking beast here. Yeah. You know? Like she wasn't never in trouble in this whole match. She got you know moves were done to her, but you can tell she just get right back up and just destroy. I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, I had three and three quarter snarks. Uh, three and a half. All right. Next up, they did a video package with Drake Mag. We talked about Drake Maverick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is where they were using the right. So um, we had, we had an interim NXT Cruiserweight Championship tournament match, which is they're doing like the blocks, like yeah. the best of Super Juniors. And Jake Atlas defeated Drake Maverick after him with the Cartwheel DDT, known in the Indies as the LGB DDT. Yeah, because he's he's openly gay. Okay, I didn't know. Um, just not on the show. <laughs> Obviously, not yet. Anyway. <laughs> well, he, they did on his video package. They did talk. He did talk about like how he's overcome stuff. Exactly. I saw that, but I didn't know he was gay. So I, I didn't. Yeah, because they don't mention it. Like, right. Like, like they're just like oh, he overcome things. But what they what those things are, they just leave up, uh, you know, ambiguous, you know, not ambiguous, vague, right? You know, um, so yeah. after the match, oh, um, Atlas tried to talk to Maverick, and Maverick just walked past him. Yeah, it's a good match, three and a half. I had three and three quarters this one. I liked it a lot. Um, I'm not gonna bury the lead. I thought again this week I like NXT more than AEW for the most part. All right, uh, like eking, like not the formal, like eked out a win, uh, but it was I think. From front to back was a really good show. Um, for the most part. This match was great. I thought it was three like I said, three and three quarters. Um, Atlas was good. He needs work on his promo stuff. Yeah. Um, and I Drake Maverick was good too. So you can't can't argue with these two. Right. I have a theory about that interim thing. Uh cruiserweight. Which, which the, theory? The, the best of the super cruisers. Um I should like that name. Yeah. Surprised they didn't use that. I think it's a parody of AEW. What are you talking about? They got New Japan guys. They got known indie guys. New guys. And it's not based on points. It's based on a win-loss record. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's all isn't it like isn't that what the best of Super Juniors does? No, or? it's point. It's point system. It's oh. one point, two point, zero points. Um, one point, two points if you win, one point if it's like a count out, and uh, one point each if it's like a count out win you know or, what? or draw. I think they're keeping it like simple because there's WWE fans for the most part. Like, I think it'll be too confusing. No, I think this is a parody on AEW. Uh, I, I think you're Ranking wrong. systems, like, look, ranking systems matter. Look how we do it better. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Next up. Uh, and another cruiserweight champion. A lot of spot heavy oh matches. God. Come on, AEW's always done that. Stop. That's what I'm saying. This is a parody. I mean NXT's. I mean NXT's always done that. All right. Um, Kushida defeated Tony Nese. With I, the hoverboard lock. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it a lot. Yeah, the three calling, three quarters. I liked it. They they went back to uh, the like the original name of the move. I forgot what they call it. They're not calling it the hoverboard lock anymore. Okay. Um. I forgot what they called it. But yeah, I thought it was a great match. I, I gave it four stars. All right. Um, backstage, backstage interview, Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher talk about the new partnership. I, As much as Pete Dunne was a straight man for Matt Riddle, Timothy Thatcher is more of a straight man. Yeah, yeah, this is what I said before. Like, I think the gimmick works better with him. <laughs> like, Because like, I feel like Pete Dunne is too comical in his role. Yeah. P- Tim Thatcher is... He's not playing straight man. He's the fucking straight man in this situation. <laughs> Best part of that was when um he's a straight man to Pete Dunne. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> when um Matt Riddle looks at that that you go I look into the beautiful blue eyes of yours and Dale like, my eyes are brown my eyes are brown. <laughs> um next up, a dining they did a little a little segment with Johnny Gargano and Kansas LeRae cutting promos about how they're underappreciated in AEW and NXT and that they tried to keep them their career separate and now they're gonna take over and Kansas debuted her new look. Which is, if you watch Flash, it's Killer Frost. Yeah. Well, I think it looked great. Oh, yeah, it looked good. The promo, whole promo was actually wasn't bad. Yeah, that was right. The whole thing wasn't bad. I wouldn't throw it out. I, I, I thought it was good. Um, yeah, I got no complaints on it. It was fine. I'm, I'm, I'd rather see them as faces, because they're just like those slam dunk faces. Yeah. But WWE just can't do it. But I know Gargano can, deal, can do a great heel. Right. And uh, 
I'm curious about Candice. I'm sure she'll be fine. Um, my only problem with WWE heels, rather, not in general, but how they turn people, it's like just a switch, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, they're good and happy, and then, click. Now they're evil, <laughs> you know? You know, they did the same thing with Dakota Kai, which was good. You know, I think she's better as a heel. But it was just like a switch. It was like, oh, she's good, you know, happy-go-lucky, you know. Oh. And then all of a sudden, switch, and they're like, I'm a bitch now. <laughs> you know, like, you know, don't, they, I felt like they did do it right with Bailey. Bailey, the belly one was a slow burn. It was a slow burn, and even when she was a heel, she still was Bailey. You know, she came out with the, the the Bailey buddies and all that stuff. She still did the thing. She still talked to the fans like she was trying to be for the fans and stuff like that. She didn't really become the heel, truly, until she lost her title. You know, and that that's what flipped the switch for her. Right. You know, and then you you see her destroying the Bailey buddies and stuff like that. Enough of my tangent. No, no worries, no worries. <laughs> Next up, video package. Hype Yoshirai challenging Charlotte for the NXT Women's Championship. I like that. Uh, dejected Jake Maver- Drake Maverick interviewed on the stairs backstage about his tournament loss. I feel like that was taped after something. Like, like it was taped like as a, as a backstage, like taped after the fact. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Next up was basically a squash match. Mia Yim defeated Jesse Camilla. Oh yeah, and after the match, Charlotte came out. Charlotte came out and thanked you know they talked well, basically praised him and said that she's gonna make her famous and walked away, basically insulted me. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, as she's a great fucking hell, and she's like comes out and she's just a fucking bitch and she loves she does like these backhanded compliments and all that yeah. stuff. I like it. She's good. It was a good little thing. All right. Um, in term cruiserweight match, El Hijo del Fantasmo defeated Jack Gallagher. Hijo de and good match. Yeah, I thought it was good too. Uh, four snarks for me. Uh, um, three and three quarter, definitely. Hijo de Fantasma is his. He's gonna be called Fantasma <laughs> as soon as Vince gets wind of him. Yeah. Um Because he don't like those long ass names. Like Rey Mysterio Jr. becomes Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Yeah. Andre uh, the Andrade El Santa almost became almost. Yeah. Andrade. Andrade. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, this was good, and it, I think they. Uh, I'll keep going. We'll get to it later. Um. And next week they announced next week Mia Yim versus Flair and Dominic died and da- um Keith Lee versus Damian Priest for the North American Championship. Okay. Uh, I'm like whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm curious about the Mia Yim Charlotte thing. That should be a pretty good match. Yeah. And shit, uh, I'm sure the. Keith Lee, Daniel Keith Lee Priest. Priest is going to surprise us. Yeah. Those guys, both of them throw their fucking bodies around. They're yeah. too big to be doing it. So it's going to be dangerous, for sure. Um, they did another segment with somebody trying to get... They tried to kidnap Fantasmo, and he fought them off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Red herring, I say. Red herring. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to make it look like he's not the one. I know, right? But he's the one. Yep. Uh, That's why he fought them off and didn't, didn't get yeah. kidnapped. Or it would have been better if they did kidnap him. Then he's next time he appeared, he's with them. But no, but he's in the. They're probably they're probably gonna do a slow burn for it. Like yeah. He, they, if he wins, that's when they'll appear. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So main event was supposed to be Velveteen Dream and Keith Lee versus Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. Damian Priest attacked Lee before the match, hurting him enough that he had to be taken to the back. So it became a handicap match. Yeah. And then I saw this. I had to rewind to watch it again. Dexter Loomis came out. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I thought he'd be a heel. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, well, what's happening here? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, because when you see Dexter Loomis, like, he's going to be, he's that creepy, he's going to be that creepy heel. Yeah, he's the, he's the psycho, like, serial killer looking guy. And he's a face. That's... Or is he? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or is he? Or they trying to do like a Dexter thing with him, you know? Because like, he kind of got that vibe, you know? Yeah. You know, and he kills, kills. He, he, his finisher is the Anaconda Vice, which I think is a great, for his gimmick, it's yeah. a great finisher. You know, just choke a guy out like he's killing him. I thought that was good. Yeah. But this, I'm like, what is, I think it's, I think it's a red, I think I, it's I, a, I don't a like, thing. I mean, I guess, I guess now it doesn't matter, but you couldn't do this a few years ago after the Chris Benoit thing. We choke somebody out. I mean. Because he's like a serial killer character, like, 
the character, the serial killer. Oh, uh, yeah, the yeah. gimmick. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Right. You, you, right. you had to wait a while. Probably, yeah. Even now, like when you said Choke Mike, he's killing him. Like I, I cringe a little bit on the inside. Yeah, like, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it works also because his character is very gimmicky. You know, it's like it's Stranger Things type of thing. You know, um, so I guess it also works on that end. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I think he has a good ring presence, Loomis. Yeah. Um, this match itself, I didn't care for. At, at two and a half, it wasn't hard. No, either, but I just said it it's like, uh, honestly, it did nothing for me. Yeah, same. It, it just did nothing for me. Um, the only thing it set up was Velveteen Dream is going to challenge Adam Cole at some point. Yeah, because he's the one he got to pin on Adam Cole. Yeah. But the old Dexter Loomis thing kind of threw me off a little bit. I was like, really? Dexter Loomis? <laughs> so, with them setting up that Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, do you think when Dream actually fights Finn, Dream is going to win? Probably. I think he'll win, but I think it'll be outside interference from Imperium. I think that kind of... Ex- that move that storyline a little bit. That could be why they extended this, because maybe... You know, they want that Walter match to happen first, probably. Right. Before he takes a loss to Dream. Right. Yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah. Overall, How do you see out of that mask? It's probably like, um, Lycra or something. Not Lycra, like Hose. Anyway. So, yes, I have NXT. So, what do you got for me? What was your match of the night for NXT? Uh, I don't know. Um, hmm. Pro- uh, probably. Uh, probably Kushida Tony's. Because Tony's fine. You know, I mean, that was great. And the Fantasmo Jack Gallagher match was really good. Yeah. Probably go Fantasmo Jack Gallagher. my match tonight. We're going to Nice and Kushida. Alright. Um. So let's do A E dubs. Uh, we opened up with Cody this time doing a promo. It was a good promo. It was whatever. You could take it or leave it. It wasn't like masterful or some great fucking promo school thing. Um, but it was good. It was fine. Setting up stuff with him and Lance and, and, and Lance Archer and the stuff that he's doing with the TNT Championship Tournament and all that stuff. It was fine. Uh, we then get. Uh, Darby Allen. Pop quiz. Yes. Super Invader. Who is that? Under the mask. Who is it? You don't... Uh, Hercules. Oh. I, I looked it up because I was curious. I'm like, who the hell is that? Who I did not know that. No, I didn't... I didn't know that either, apparently. Um, okay, I'm sorry. No worries. It's like... It's like VH1 pop-up videos. Do they still do those? No, I, I used to love that show, though. Um, pop-up videos. <laughs> I don't know why that cooked me up. Um, <laughs> um, the, the next up we have TNT tour- oh, that's another thing a tournament as t- t- as AW's doing a tournament NXT's doing a tournament huh? well maybe huh? NXT's doing they don't have a choice <laughs> what the fuck they could just not get, get do a thing or whatever hold on hold on one second one second Oh. Uh, I'm video. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. So how did you do that? Um, yeah. So we have TNT tournament, TNT championship tournament. Uh, Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara, and uh, fucking awesome match. My match of the night. It was my overall match of the night. Um, yeah, I agree with you. On against that. both shows. I, I I will definitely agree with you on that. Um, fucking loved it. These two were killing each other. <laughs> fucking. Ladder did not give oh, at I all. Saw, I saw that. Like, holy crap. He, yeah. Like, when Sammy landed on Darby, he basically bounced off the ladder. Yeah. Um, no give. <laughs> None. Oh, my God. Uh, I feel like that wasn't supposed to happen either. I don't think so. No. Uh, this was just fucking great. These two were killing each other. It it was fast and all that stuff, but it was hard hitting. You know? Um, I think this might be one of those feuds... That just kind of lasts forever, because they're you know they're they're young. And I think once they get to that point, they're gonna be like fighting for the main title or whatever, and they're gonna do video packages. You mean if Darby Allen isn't dead first? That's yes, yeah, or Sammy. 
Um, <laughs> More Darby than Sammy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this was just great. I loved it a lot. It was four and a half for me. Oh, same here. Um, so, and Allen won this, defeating Guevara to move on to the next match. Um, to beat Lance Archer, the next victim. Yeah. Well, no, he's on the other. No. He's oh, that's right. He's on this side. Yeah, he's going to fight Cody. Lance is going to fight someone else. We'll get to that later. Uh, next up, we have a. Oh, uh, Matt Hardy addresses Jericho. I'd fast forward through this. When he started talking like broken Matt Hardy, I'm like, I'm done. I uh, they I changed it up, though. They changed no, it no, up. I yeah. listened to that. When he changed back to regular Matt Hardy, yeah. I started, I listened to it. Yeah. When he was doing the whole broken Matt, I had to, I had to fast forward. I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah, they changed it up. Um, I, it's still not for me, um, but I did like the fact that he went back to Matt Hardy. Kind of like showing like he's just using that broken shit to get into Jericho's head. You yeah. Know, like just fucking with you, you know? So... Uh, you can see someone talk to someone like, listen, let's fix this, all right? It worked, but it's not really working. Yeah. Um, and uh, Matt Hardy is a better promo than Broken Matt Hardy. Yeah. Uh, it was That was at him when it was just Matt Hardy talking. That was actually a really good promo. It wasn't bad. Um, so, yeah, just sending that stuff up. So, uh, next up, we have what I've been hearing a lot. Like, it's a seem to be like a very controversial thing match but um i don't see why i don't kenny omega versus alan angles um did you have any feelings towards this match like negative uh, in what way i mean i felt of, it, i felt it should have been a squash it was a squash no it wasn't angle get put did get the did get a lot of offense on kenny it was it was an extended squash it wasn't, it wasn't that even it was six minutes if it should have been a lot quicker than that. No, yeah, like not everyone. Like if it was Lance Archer in that ring, yeah, and that's basically what a lot of the complaints are. Is that uh, one? Is, it it should have been two minutes or some shit like that. Because uh, people remember Kenny Omega as the cleaner, the best bout machine. Yeah, and he's being look. He's, he's being never booked. put anyone down in two minutes. He's being booked to be this guy that's that to make other people look strong. That's how he's being booked, which is fine. Not people even. don't want to see that. What they want to see is Kenny Omega running through people. That wasn't even this. No, he, Kenny, ne- Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Omega has never run through people. But he's the show off. But he goes in there and he he plays with his food. Right, but people, like if you go back to I'm sorry to cut you off. No, um, okay. Like if you go back to um, the John Moxie fight with him and uh, John Moxie. You know his problem was he wanted to pretend like he was a deathmatch guy when he wasn't. You know. He's all about hubris, you know. He plays with his food and he thinks he's he's better than everyone else when he he has like you know you know potholes that he doesn't consider. You know, he's not like Lance Archer. Lance Archer and that should be done in a minute or less. You know, before Lance Archer's music even finishes, it should be over. You know, but this match, this is Kenny Omega. And he was playing with food. And if you watch this again, it's not like a 50-50 match. Right, Kenny Omega. Was never in danger. I get what you're saying, but I think the fan, the, the Kenny Omega fans, want to see Kenny winning matches easily. They don't want to see their quote unquote favorite wrestler. Then they don't know struggling. Kenny Omega. I agree with you, but that's the problem. They want to see the. They want to see. Well, I think the fans want. They want the cleanup. And he never struggled. He never. If you watch the match, he never struggled throughout, and he didn't even use his finisher to finish his match. He never struggled. Angles got moves in and stuff like that, and then Kenny Omega would be like this motherfucker, and then just destroy him, you know. And that was the other complaint was how I don't see like a lot heard a lot of people saying like because Angles kicked out of the first V trigger, they were I guess are a lot of fans out there considered the V trigger his finisher or a finisher of his. I I don't. I was like, when has he ever finished anyone with a V trigger? And two, he finished this guy with a fucking nasty ass V trigger, and then got the pin. He didn't get the one ring angel on this guy, you know. Furthering that, you know, the one ring angel, like he he didn't need the one ring angel to put him down, you know. Right. Like Kenny Omega, I keep saying Omega. Uh, Kenny Omega was never in trouble, so I don't I don't understand that. I the match itself was fine. I gave it three and three quarters. It was uh, good. Three, three and a quarter. Well, I mean, it was good, but it um, didn't do anything for me. Yeah. 
But I, I, I see. Yeah, this was. I, I mean, see this was just what, a, just a match. That I was see it. where the complaints are coming from yeah. from the diehard Kenny fans. But they're not. If they're if that's what they're feeling, that they're not diehard Kenny match. Like I it's like they've you. never seen a Kenny match. Like his matches always go long. You know, there, there, I don't think there's ever been like a two minute unless it was him cheating or whatever using the the bucks or whatever going five minutes or two minutes or anything like that you know they're always long matches he's the best bout machine because he he can last long you know it's never boom and you're done one two three you know so I, I just don't understand that like and it was five to six minutes the whole thing so we take out the entrance or the short answers that they do now it's five four minute match and he destroyed him with a V trigger. I, I just didn't understand the complaints. Uh, moving on. Uh, Kenny Omega defeat. Oh, yeah. So Kenny Omega defeated him with the V trigger. Uh, next up, we have Orange Cassidy versus Jimmy Havoc. I had three and a half this one. Uh, same here. Uh, it was just fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, I like this little group. With Havoc and Kip and Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford. Like they're just roommates. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's like the best friends versus the roommates. Yeah. yeah. I thought I thought that was funny. Um other than that, it's just it's a good little mid card feud. Right. You know, I, I, it's it's just fun. I thought it was fun. And we got to see more of Orange Cassidy doing what he can do. Showing um, that he's actually a wrestler. Yeah. Not just a character. So that's good. Um, we didn't talk about ratings. Uh, what AW took this week by a small margin or a big? What was it? Do we even know? Less than hundred thousand. Yeah, but they took the lead. I think probably because of Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Being there in an actual match because uh, he has a big following. Um. Uh, next up, we got Wardlow in a squash match. Yeah. Um. This is how a Wardlow match should be. Uh, this was good. I liked it. I like Wardlow. I think he's a good little fucking strong arm guy. This match was fun. Guy three and a half it. Uh, and he fought Lee Johnson. Uh, and destroyed him. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, next up, we had another video package for Brody Lee uh, hiring some football player. Um, and then he fought... Uh, if you look at the, the video of... Brody Lee, you see that football player typing something into a computer. Yeah. And you can see the words saying, like, I had the whole world in my hands, blah, blah, blah. More little WWE yeah. shots, you know, like Bray Wyatt, you know, I had the whole world in my hands, stuff like that. Um, so there was just a little package of him hiring some some former football player to be part of the Dark Order. Um, then he has his little squash match uh, against Justin Law. Uh, this was fine. I three snark it. Uh, and then they they might he probably gonna have a thing going on with Marco Stunt. Uh, we'll see that down the line. I think I think that next week is Marco Stunt Brody Lee. Did they announce that? All right. Yeah, I think All so. Right. So yeah. yeah, so he's dead. Um, yeah. Next up, we had the main event, and uh, I thought it was fine. I three snark it, and I'm talking about Dustin Rhodes versus Kip Sabian. Uh, they try to put stakes on this, saying that um, Dustin was going to retire if he lost, um, which I kind of wish they didn't do, because you know he's not going to retire now to an empty crowd. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, so I kind of feel like, ah, well, he's going to win now. <laughs> yeah. And I, I guess if you assume against going against like someone like um, he has to go against Archer, so that way Cody has more of a stake to yeah. go against Archer when he wins. Uh, or gets up to that finals. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kip, yeah, this was fine. This was... I, I'm not as big on Kip Sabian as a lot of people are. Uh, but I think he's fine. I think he, he plays his role fine. Um, Dustin was fine in this, but it was just... That's all it was. It was, like, non... Like, offensive to me. Yeah. But it also wasn't impressive to me, the whole thing. Um... I kind of wish this was the opener and the Darby yeah. and Sammy Guevara was the final. 
because that was super fast and stuff like that. And another thing about this, the Dustin match was a little bit slower than everything else, you know? Yeah. Which was my main complaint about last week's main event with Moxley and shit. Was how it slowed down. It wasn't as slow as that. Yeah. But this was kind of slow. And I was like, eh, okay. One of the problems I had when they, when they announced the brackets for the TNT tournament is by putting Archer and Cody in separate brackets, you know they're going to meet in the finals. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it was almost like destined that, you know, Archer debuts with Jake Roberts. They target Cody. Yeah. The tournament comes out. Cody and Archer are in separate brackets. You know they're going to meet in the finals. Yeah. I would have put Archer and Cody at the top and bottom of the same bracket. If Cody wants to get to the finals, he has to get through Archer to do it. I wouldn't put Archer in the, in the no, separate bracket. No, because they want Archer and Cody to be the main event. So. I get that, but it seems like the minute they put where they, the minute they announced the where everybody was, you kind of knew what the finals would be. Like, oh, Cody's going to make it to the finals. Oh, Archer's going to make it to the finals. If you put Cody and Archer in the same bracket, who's going to make it to the finals? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that makes you only care about one bracket. You know? Yeah, but I don't care about the other... I don't care about either bracket because I know it's Cody and Archer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but now you're in the story of it. Yeah, you know it's going to end, but how are they going to get there? But the same... But if you put Cody and Archer in the same bracket on top and bottom, you still care. But you don't don't care care about that other bracket, though. But then you load up the other bracket, though. Maybe you put a couple members in a circle in there. Like, if Cody wants the TNT TNT title, he's got to beat Archer. Then he's got to beat Sammy Guevara. He's got to beat Jake Hager. He's got to beat somebody... Big, you know, like or put Kenny Omega in it, and maybe the finals are Kenny Omega versus Cody. Like Cody won TNT Championship, you got to beat Archie, then you got to beat Kenny Omega. I don't, but then it kind of leaves the story, like you know, like it, there's like one story with them two. Yeah, but know? like there's no, I mean, the, I understand what you're saying, but I just feel like it's it's fine. Like we know how it's going to end, we just don't know how it's going to end. End. We know how they're getting there. Which is how it's going to end. And imagine this. That, that Lance Archer-Dustin Rhodes match. Is, Dustin's going to get killed. You know? I would, I, I, we'll see how it goes. But I, I got to assume that Lance Archer is not going to be merciful. And he's going to destroy um, um, Dustin. You know? And now Cody has to avenge his brother. And win the title. You know? If he does win. You know? And plus, with the Cody's bracket side, he got the stories there with him and Darby. Him and Sammy. Um, you know, because Sammy could have got to that final and it would have still made sense because they were the first match on AEW, you know, on uh, Dynamite. So it still would have made sense if, if Sammy won. And it makes sense for Darby to win because of they had their draw, you know. I guess. You know, and now that's a story too there. Like, who's going to win? You know, we know who's going to win. But, you know, could they swerve us? Possibly. You know, Darby? Because Darby's fucking huge. You know, so... When Darby and Cody fight, and they've been telling that story great, you know, and that the last time they fought, it was a draw, you know. So they they got they got a whole bunch of stories they're telling here. You, you know, know, you're not you know you're not convincing me of anything. Right? <laughs> and then when they get, I'm just saying. I know. So, and then also yeah, they've been telling the whole thing with um, Jake the Snake, trying to get in to the the company and don't ignore us. Yeah, it just makes sense for this to be the main event of this tournament. Like, uh, who's gonna win it though? That's another story. That's the question. Who's gonna win it? I guess. Who do you think's gonna win? Probably Van Archer, because I think Cody's gonna be treated like the Road Warriors are treated in the NWA. They he they like him better chasing the title mm-hmm. than winning it. That's why the Road Warriors only won the NWA title once, because mm-hmm. the Road Warriors more popular. Fans love the Road Warriors more when they were chasing the titles. I wouldn't be surprised if that's because I know Cody likes that type of stuff. That's his storytelling. You know, the NWA stuff, the Mid-South stuff. You know, that's his, the way he goes. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if he did that. Like, he took himself out of the world title picture, the AW title picture. So I wouldn't be surprised if that if that's true. Um, but yeah. So match of the night overall, as I said, it was Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. Same here. Uh, for me, showing a night goes to NXT. It was just consistently yeah, better. Yeah, it had uh, my, one problem with AEW. I mean, it's not there for because of the situation. Mm-hmm. Too many squash matches. 
I mean, it's not a bad thing because you have to showcase your talent. It goes back kind of back to the way wrestling used to be. Mm-hmm. Shows had a lot of squash matches, but it just didn't. Like, if you, if you when you're going head to head, NXT had more matches that were good match, less squash matches than AEW had. And I think that's one of the things that messed up that hurt AEW. I guess. I mean, for you, for me, I didn't care. Like I thought, I thought everything was fine. AEW was just. It wasn't a bad show. Yeah. But it just wasn't great either. Yeah, it was, it was just there. I, I, the, the only thing that was, mem- like, not memorable, but the only thing that was, like, super memorable was that Darby Allen match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but NXT was just consistently good. And no like, women's match. No, I didn't have any. On AEW, no, yeah. Not this week. Um, uh, yeah, so that's my take. Yeah, same here. So, like... So, so wrap this bad boy up let's wrap it up alright guys thank you for joining us once again and don't forget as always please please keep it in the ring Two. Woo!